Mom, where are my cleats? Dad, are you going to be able to come to my play? <sighs> he forgot his lunch today? I have a science project due tomorrow. Hey, Mom, can I have some friends what over? What time does the game start? Can we please? Am I driving or are you driving? She has a performance The laundry that is out Why of control. Where is his jersey? Welcome to the Victory Couch Podcast with Rick and Julie Randall. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Victory Couch. My name is Julie Rando. And I'm Rick Rando. And we made it here to The Victory Couch, Richard. The Victory Couch. Indeed. It's been a long week for us. <laughs> Every if week is a long tell, week. you could tell in Rick's laughter, we're just kind of like, Every week. Like, literally, guys. Every Ooh, week. Deep Every breathe. Week. Everyone, deep breathe with Every us. Every week is a long week. Why, why are they so long? Why they, They're not long, long. They're just... Ta- There's well, a lot of stuff the, in there. The days are long and the years are short. I mean, like we've yeah. said it. It just that's where we're at in our season. That's just where we're at. Yeah. It just is what it is. I think I'll be honest with you. I yeah. think between Halloween and uh-huh. Thanksgiving and Christmas, it goes so fast. I mean, just like boom, boom, boom. It's so quick. And I think that some of that is just the pace of life and all the things you're doing. And, yeah. Right? I will say you're stealing a little bit of my thunder for something for later. Oh, so I'll okay. actually put a pin Whoops. in that. It's all good. All right. It's let's all good. put a pin in that. Pin okay. in See, that. See, I don't know the questions that Indeed. Julie's going to bring to me. And that's kind of how the, the Victory Couch is structured because Julie brings two questions to me. Some are fun. Some are light. Some are thought-provoking, thought-invoking. And I bring two thoughts to her. And uh, I'll be honest with you, this week is all about the fun. I got two semi-fun questions that could go in multi- a multitude of directions. Okay. So I'm excited to bring... You, uh, yeah, to kick bring it off. You. I have one fun and one to really? make you think. So yeah, kick it off. Okay, bring I'm going to go... I'm going right for my first question. Bring the okay? fun. Okay, you ready? Yes. All right. We've talked about heroes before. Yes. Okay. Who is your hero? Who inspires you? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. But I'm going to go like... I'm, I'm going to downplay it a little bit. Okay. All right. Who is your favorite cartoon Ooh. superhero? Okay. So from an animated movie or, you know, a, a, a fun lighthearted movie that's not really real. I mean, like I said, you could you could pick like RoboCop or something okay, like that. I okay, have it. Go. Lego Batman. Yes. <laughs> Lego Batman. Okay, Superman is the obvious answer for me, but to be completely honest with you, I don't know if I've ever sat down and watched an entire Superman like cartoon. I just have a story about why I like those characters, Lois Lane and Superman, for another day, people. But Lego Batman happens to be a movie that has resurfaced since our son was young, and then I think our daughter was probably in preschool, and we watched it a ton. Like, it kind of came back. It was like, yeah, do you love this movie? I want to say it came out, what, like 18, maybe 17, 18? Anyhow, we watched it this weekend. You did? We did. We did. It was one of those things where, like, I needed something. It was Saturday morning, and, you know, you guys were out of town and doing, you know, soccer tournament stuff and whatever. And I was like, it's Saturday. We're not going anywhere, at least for a little bit. Let's pick something that I can enjoy and we can kind of laugh at, but mm-hmm. I don't really have to think. And as far as superheroes are concerned, Lego Batman's classic. I mean, it's like the new classic. 
I mean, Lobster Thorm- Thermidor and, you know, his butler and his little quick lines and the Michael Jackson references with Man in the Mirror. And the just it's just funny. It's it's quippy and funny. And I enjoy Lego Batman. So that just popped in my head because it's recent and it's something that I'd say over the last, I guess, five years it's been around. We have enjoyed that. So. Yeah. Excellent. Is that a good answer for you? It's so good that um, I actually... <laughs> no way. I have a version okay. All right. of Batman as Mike, because my answer is Batman. In general. Okay. In general. And as a bonus, yeah. that Batman, I could say, is you know part Lego Batman as well. So I, I went straight Batman, you know, straight Batman. Most people think you have Spider-Man and you have, like you said, Superman. Um, and some people would say, well, Mr. Incredible or something like that. And I went straight Batman, straight Batman. Let's not forget about, you know, Wonder Woman. Well, of course, Wonder Woman's yeah. in there, but you didn't say Wonder no, Woman. You just, you just went, skip right over the women. I did. Right yeah. over the women. Yeah. I and am, you just went right I'm, to. I'm just being who I am in this moment. And that's just what came to my head. So yeah. there you go. There's no wrong answers no. here on the couch, but I'm going to explain to you why. All right, why Batman is Batman is my great? Fa- well, first of all, he has a cool nickname, the Cape Crusader. Okay, let's face it. You know, most people, like, like what's Superhand, Superman, Man of Steel. Right. Right? Um, but there's a lot of, like, Mr. Incredible, what's his superhero name? Like, Mr. Incredible. Like, he has, you know. Like, one flat like, name. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you got the Cape Crusader, which, to me, it's cool um, because, number one, alliteration. But mm-hmm. number two, it summates him as a human that he's in there, he's got his cape, which Edna Mode would say no capes, but I sort of disagree about that because I, I think the cape is is memory foam cape, almost kind of like, you know, the MyPillow guy, you know, so it's memory foam with, don't laugh, it's true, it, it, has, it, it has memory foam in there, so like if he jumps off a building, he glides down, you know, he, right. can, he, he can fly, kind of, you know, he needs like, you know, his all of his toys. Yeah, but, hand glider Yeah, like hand glider. So yeah. the, first of all, you got a cool nickname. Second, the utility belt, everything is in there. I mean, anything and everything that you can think of. He's got the batarangs, you know, he's got uh, um, the grappling hooks and the flash bombs and the smoke bombs. And, you know, like if he wants to disappear, he just puts one of those bombs smoke out bombs, there and boom. Yeah, yeah done. You know, um, and then he's got the coolest toys. He's got, you know, all the gadgets, you know, in, in one of the uh, movies with Christian Bale, he had the thing called the Tumbler. You know, Morgan Freeman, who, come on. Oh, yeah. He's in the movie, and he brings out, you know, this, this like, tank thing that, you know, moves all over the place that can that can run up walls and stuff like that. It was called the Tumbler, which is which I think is one of the coolest Batman, you know, toys that anybody could have. And then I'm giving I'm going to give you three bonus things, okay? First of all, he works at night, which I dig that, okay, because I work at night. The second thing is he has a butler. Come on. Alfred, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he makes his food for him. And I, hey, that's, love that. I'm all about mm-hmm. that. You know, I don't mind the laundry, but you know, the food, you know, for me is, is it's, I, I need good sustenance to keep me going fighting crime. And then um, he has a rich alter ego, Bruce Wayne, you know, he, so he, he can go on vacations and, you know, feed mm-hmm. the homeless and everything, you know, plus, come on, he's got superhero strength. He can, he can fly and glide and he's got the coolest thing of any superhero, which is the, the Batmobile. Bat oh. He has the Batcave. I thought you were going to say the Batmobile. We already talked about his cool toys. Okay. All right. The Batcave. He can go down there away from his Bat girlfriend, his Bat kids, and he can go to the Batcave. He can hang out down there. Now, Superman has a Fortress of Solitude. 
You know way more about superheroes than I do. I'm just putting this out here. And it took me, no joke, like a good 30 seconds to pick up that you did say Edna Mode, which it was a throwback to Incredibles. Yes. Listeners, if you missed that like I did, there you go. Anyhow, sorry. Ed, Edna you Mode. Know, yeah, from Incredibles, the designer with the, yeah. with the little haircut. Yeah. Exactly. Short little lady. Yeah. I'm following. I didn't in the moment. It, my brain is just not clicking right well, now. Well, what I said, what yeah. I was saying is that, so in my opinion, yes. Batman is a normal man. Here's the other thing too. Batman is a normal human, okay, who okay. had some trauma as a child, which, hey, let's face it, who hasn't, who turns into and takes all of his power and he 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 uses it for good to be able to solve crimes and fight Unlike bad guys. Coming and coming from the planet Krypton, you know, from, that's, from that's Superman. Sup- I know, that's what I'm saying. Unlike yeah. That's right. Superman. He's he was born a superhero. He's superhuman. Yeah. Exactly. And some people would say, well, that discounts him from being a superhero. I disagree because mm-hmm. you have to have super strength, which he does, and he's super driven, which I dig. Yeah. You know. So that's that's my because okay. it's the everyman. The yes. everyman can make a difference, and I'm all about that. So while we're on the kick of let's just kind of have fun because it's guys come on we we've had a time hopefully you're able to have some laughs and lightheartedness with us I promise I'm going to bring a serious one in a little bit but um you know we like to dive into nostalgia Richard okay this one's going to bring up a little bit for you can you tell me what is the best board game or card game of all time you can give me a few if you'd like. Wow. Board game or card game of all time. Think family friendly. Think, you know, something you'd recommend. Okay. I, I'll give you a couple. Shoots and Ladders comes right to the mm, top of my to okay. my head because every human can play it. When you're a kid, you're working on math. When you're an adult, you're trying to do some like calculations of, hey, how many squares do I need to get that ladder? And then also it is a game of chance, which means anybody can win win. and it's just fun i just i like that i just like the element and depending on you know which version you play you can have like different themes to it which we have a superhero shoots and ladders and you know there's a fireman's shoots and ladders and you know it's 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 just good clean fun i like that one i like the game of life i think it's really good i think it can teach a lot of people some good skills i will tell you that the old game of life was not real (laughs) and the new game of life is not much better, but it, it does make a make a little bit of sense. It's like you want a beauty contest, you won fifty bucks or something. I'm like, wait a minute here. Okay, I know a handful of models, and they're not making fifty dollars for the beauty contest. Well, maybe they it was are at like the local fair. A lot more than that. I think this was more like at your local county yeah. fair. Same way with taxes, right? They yeah. don't even touch that. They don't in there. They don't go there. Um, and then you get a kid. You're like, what do you just get a kid? Like. <laughs> Does that happen? I mean, no, no, it doesn't. No. It takes either nine months or even a lot of paperwork. Family through adoption, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you can't, you just get a kid. No, that's like, not oh, happen. you had twins, and like <laughs> the dad's still driving. No, he's not. He's driving him crazy with twins. I'm just saying, like, keep it real. Like, where's the Dunkin' Donuts and where's the coffee? You know, where I, that should come at the I bottom of. If someone's made that, like the real, the, the real, real game of life, life, yeah, yeah, board game, yeah, maybe. If it's not on the market, have fun, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll give you that it. idea. We'll buy it, but yeah. you know, we don't have time for that. Okay, because right, so we're actually like, doing life. You enjoy life. Okay, so yeah, so we got life. I, you know, Monopoly is good. It just takes a long time. I will play. come back to that and yes, tell you more. Sure you will. Mm-hmm. Okay, but so I'm not I'm not a fan. I think Uno is up there. There you go. You know, um uh Taco versus Burrito. Yes, it's you, on my list. 
Okay. Sorry, excited about that one. You are very excited over there. Yeah. Um, so I think if you haven't played that one, that one's a, that's a good game. Um, and then, you know, I mean, I, I just like like basic card games. Like War is always good. Um, you know, I liked Parcheesi as a kid. I thought that was kind of fun. Sorry is always a good game. Um, Trouble, where you prop, pop the little bubble down mm -hmm. and it, it pops up and you go around. There's a ton of cool games, but, you know, those are, I think those are my faves. There's yeah. one you didn't say that I thought you would. Can I tell you what that is? Sure. Clue. Oh, yeah. Clue's you like really Clue good. a lot, don't you? Yeah. yeah, Clue's Clue's good. But the last couple times I've played, you guys have all ganged up on me and beat me. And <laughs> I don't know if that's a, if you've like purposely done no. that. But it's it's really put a little damper on my Clue playing You do like experience. to win. You like to win I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we don't play Disney... Um, trivia anymore or seen it anymore because both julie and i get pretty into that game yeah we're both really good at this so we're you know we we it's yeah. kind of at the bottom of the stack if you will well because we both have to win and that's not good potentially a no. problem when the game is over <laughs> no we need to be on the same team we're competitive it just is usually good we're very competitive yeah. so yeah what do you got? What are your favorites? Oh, I have a few. You already mentioned two of the card games that I think are the best, which would be Uno. I don't need any fancy Uno, by the way. All the ones where the cards fly at you, whatever that one's called. You know, you forgot what that one's called. But just like a classic Uno game. I'm okay with the ones that are like, you know, Harry Potter Uno or, you know, whatever. American Girl Uno, they make theme cards for different. Yeah, it's you know, the same, but it's it's still the classic right, game. Yeah, Uno's Uno's good. It's classic. It's fun. It can fit in your purse when you're you know out in public with your kids and you need to just go somewhere quickly. Sidebar. Yeah. So Julie actually has Uno in her purse, and sometimes we'll go to a restaurant, and if we're sitting there and the wait is long, we'll literally break out this Uno. game yeah. and people around us i don't know if you've ever seen it before but they're looking at us like we're crazy because we're not on our phones well we get into it too we're literally playing a card game at a restaurant yeah, it's fun that is so foreign to people <laughs> you know now maybe that's a little goofy i don't know but it's better than spending you know 20 minutes waiting on your food and in front of a screen your device yeah we right. we're having fun as a family we which we don't normally get a chance mm -mm. to do and not sit like down that. so yeah so yeah. kudos to uh Juliana over here for having it in her purse. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Mom and dad's out there and, and guys, you know, get a man bag or put it in your back pocket, whatever. Uno's little, little stack. Even if, you know, sometimes the stack gets really big, just cut it in half. Your kids won't know the difference. And yeah, it's all good. Um, taco versus burrito. We stumbled upon that at the very beginning of the pandemic. Love this game. I believe if I have my facts straight, it was created by a seven-year-old. It is complex it is fun and silly, and they came out with a bonus pack. Um, if you're looking for a good holiday present, let me just put it out there, guys. If you have any families you're buying for and they don't have this game, put it on your list. Taco vs. Burrito. Another one that we were gifted, this is a great, um, I would say, kindergarten age is really ideal for this one. But do you remember Zingo with the tiles and you go back and forth are really... Um, Shout out to, to my favorite English friend out there. Gave us the little thing with the tiles and it goes back and forth. And you have to match, like you grab the tiles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you got to be quick on that game. Yeah, Zingo's fun. You have to really pay attention. Like things are matching up basically. Um, yeah, Zingo. Like Bingo Bo with a Z. Good game. Guess who is one that I like? Hmm. That takes me back to like childhood big time. 
I remember like the old ones and whose faces were on it. I remember some dude named Alfred with like red hair and the big mustache. And then, you know, you have, they never had enough women on the guest who board. That always bothered me because, because <laughs> you'd be like, is yours a female? And you're like, yes. And then you know that the person across from you narrowed da- it down by like, you know, there's 20% like that. That's now they're, they're definitely going to get it. Cause you, you chose like, you know, yeah, they, whoever created guess who it would have been nice if the genders were equally represented. Cause yeah, they're like not 50, 50. Cause that's they're kind not of how the planet is. They're not. Well, yeah. Something like that. Anyhow. Um, yeah. Guess who's one I like and monopoly did make my list. That's the last one on the list. Shout out to uh, to my brother, who is the Monopoly king, Monopoly genius, who uh, did as a kid try to pull one over on me and be the banker and, you know, things like that. But I will say, here's what I love about Monopoly. It's super nostalgic. Someone's going to get angry. Someone's going to get, um, like, disappointed. And it's like you you really see how things affect people with Monopoly. You have the person who gives up, who's kind of like, I'm done with this game and like gets up and walks away or conveniently has something else to do. You have the one who's like all in and is stacking it up with uh, hotels and like really trying to use strategy. And they're they're like in it for the long haul. That's kind of what I subscribe to with Monopoly. This is specifically pre-children or my kids are not around too much um i think lawson can hang on to monopoly for a little bit believe it or not but um yeah i enjoy playing that it's very nostalgic for me i know it is a polarizing game you usually love it or you don't i subscribe to the monopoly is a great game and i do like the themed versions of that as well i I like my games to be we can start them and end them within like a 20 minute period (laughs) There's because not many of those. I'm just saying, I don't like the the 18 hour drag out. We'll play this tomorrow. Like yeah. that's like something to do. Games are supposed to be fun and they're supposed to be interactive. And I like the fact that where there's a little bit of strategy, but there's a lot of luck. Because I those are my favorite games mm-hmm. to play with our family. Because if it's a game of strategy, I want to win, uh, unless I'm purposely losing, um, which you know happens to little with little kids. But when you know our kids are starting to get older, like I'm, they got to learn. I don't lose. know if I so, have a memory of letting kids regularly win on board games. I mean it. I, yeah. don't, I don't think we have. So think about Candyland. Right. Right? You Look, there's ways to let somebody win that game, okay? Candyland is a perfect way to to boost up your, your four-year-old because <laughs> they just want to go get the candy, okay? Right? We got to get to the end, yeah. 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 They're the way. You stack okay, that deck. I Come have on now. Before. I, okay, on that Come one on. I have. That's true. But you don't want to play, like, I mean, imagine playing Candyland. Mm-hmm. Imagine playing Twister. Imagine playing Battleship. These are great games, by the way, for like like six, seven hours. Yeah, okay? that's too much. So Monopoly, to me, is, it's it's a good game, but right. it's not... It's not top five. It's got to be with the right people. I think because for me, it's very nostalgic. It reminds me of my childhood. Okay. It reminds me of that's fair. my brother. That's probably why I really I okay. get a kick out of Monopoly. So in your family, he's all in. Oh, okay. who's the one? stories. Okay, yeah. who's the one that was the quitter? Okay, I'm not going to say the quitter, <laughs> but the person who probably does not want to play with us is okay. his wife. Okay. She probably doesn't right. want to play so with us. So then she's out. Okay, so fine. where are you on that list? I'm trying to beat my brother. Trying to beat your brother. Okay. Yeah. So who's the one that getting getting mad then? Um, maybe like a, a across the street neighbor that maybe came over <laughs> and hung out. 
<laughs> that got suckered into playing. Yeah, probably. Hey, what are you doing for the next six hours? Okay. <laughs> hey, we're gonna play some Monopoly, eat some meatloaf. No, honestly, it was probably he just he and I, and then he would like kind of you know I'm younger, so he would, you know. Okay. I, I learned though. Here's the question: Did he time. did he cheat? Uh, I will let him answer that. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. If you know my brother, you probably know he was creative in some way. <laughs> Yeah. Anybody that's the banker, you got to watch that yeah. person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. he he's I'm sure he's legitimately won a few times. I would say most definitely. Okay. But no, board games are good fun. It's the time of year for me too. Like as we're approaching the holiday season, that this is it. And as you know, a classic game. We wouldn't call it a board game that my family loves. And if you grew up with me, you know this is true. Catchphrase. Oh yeah, catchphrase. And that's the last one I wanted to leave it on catchphrase the classic one not the digital one we play this every holiday all the time my mom is really good at it and um, we have some really funny memories and stories so yeah catchphrase is phenomenal good fun yeah you your family also plays a card game too we play a lot um, of card games. what's what's the card game that rummy, you say? We rummy. Play rummy on the yeah game. rummy yeah. yeah that's a good beach trip yeah. Game. yeah 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 and they like dominoes yeah I came from card game domino stock. I mean, that's kind of what we did. Do you know what? No cable. That's what did it. No cable. <laughs> Do you know <laughs> that Julie and I yeah. played a v- our very first game of this earlier? Mm. Uh, a couple a years couple, ago. Uh, like maybe a year ago last. Oh, well, over quarantine. Okay. You want to say what it, what it is? Um, yeah, Scrabble. Scrabble. Yeah, so yeah, we had never played Neither that. Julie nor I had ever played Scrabble, so we got it. It was for Christmas. I, I remember. It was, I think, on our 19th dating anniversary is when we got it, actually. Because we went to the studio and we played mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Because I remember we went there. It was like a date night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to dinner and then we played Scrabble. Yeah, which is hilarious. That was fun. Because we were like... I don't know. It came up with a conversation. We didn't even know how to play. No, we literally had to look at the rules. Well, yeah, we didn't even know how to play. I remember posting a picture of it and our friends are like, it's like, uh, hey, it can be a little bit more complex than like four words. And we're like, we're easing into this game. Leave us alone. You yeah. Know? I won't say so who like won. Letters. Yeah. I won't say who won. No, of course not. And I won't say who has never lost either. Well, I know what we're doing this Christmas <laughs> season. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to shift gears yet. Do you want to do one more fun one or do you want me to jump into <laughs> no, my series? No, okay. I want to do another fun All right, one. Go ahead. Okay. Okay, go ahead. So this is what I want to do. I know that me personally, I'm a very systematic person when I do things. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when I go to restaurants, in most cases, yeah. I already know what I'm going to get before I even get there. Okay. What I would like to do is throw some restaurants out at you. And if you know what mm-hmm. you're going to get when you get there, mm-hmm. you can just you can you can tell me. Okay, so like like normal things that you would get. You want my exact order. Well, if you know okay, it. Yes. If you know if you don't know it you're like, "Nah, I'm I'm not sure." Um then you can you can tell me. Okay, okay depending so, on the restaurant. Depending on the restaurant. I probably right. have this. So we're going to start top of the, I'm just going to I'm going to give you a handful, okay? okay? All right, I'm going to stop. I'm going to start Panera. What do you get when you go to Panera? Uh, depends on the season. If it is this time of year, I am getting the um, autumn harvest soup, I think it's called. It's like a butternut squash soup. I'm getting a little baguette on the side, and I am getting the green tea, ice green tea, my how, fave. How many squirts of sugar I, or cane? Uh, in my One to two. 
one to two squirts? Yeah, one to two. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. What about uh, Carabas? Um, oh, I know what it is. It's called Chicken Brian. Mm-hmm. It's a piece of chicken, and it has um, sun-dried tomato and goat cheese. And I get mashed potatoes there. Oh, this is so weird that I know these things. No, it's not. I'm just getting water and the house salad with the house dressing. All right. What about Olive Garden? Oh, this is so sad. We have all this. Come on. Uh, Olive Garden. I'm getting the soup and salad. I'm getting chicken gnocchi or um, soup of Toscana. I'm getting a water or a peach tea, depending on where I'm at in the year and how much sugar I'm taking in. Um, yeah. And that in the salad. All right. What about Cracker Barrel? Uh Chicken tenderloin dinner meal, grilled chicken tenderloin dinner. Oh, this is so sad. This is so sad. I know all this. Um, grilled chicken tenderloin dinner, glazed carrots, and hash brown casserole. Because you told me about that. That's right. With Old Bay on the side. Okay. Yeah. Which you bring and with you. And water to drink. You bring with you. I bring with me. They don't have Old Bay there. Yeah. Don't try, people. They well, don't have it. What about Ruby Tuesdays? What, what's your Salad go-to? bar, usually. Salad bar. What I'm about Applebee's? There. I don't. I haven't been there in a long time. I'm not sure. All right. What about Chick Fil A? A grilled chicken sandwich meal with um, fries and a diet lemonade with no ice. Um, if I'm not super hungry, a kids meal, regular nuggets, <laughs> and um, I'll probably, if it's the regular nuggets, I'll get a fruit cup or fries. If it's the grilled nuggets, I'll get a mac and cheese. <laughs> I try to balance out a little bit. Show me your list of restaurants. Okay, they're at the top. Here's what I won't peek at anything. I'm not supposed to. I can you guys hear the paper there? Can you hear that paper? Okay, that's Rick's list. All right, I'm going to tell you what I know that you get at these restaurants. (laughs) No, don't do that. Okay, all right. All right. Well, anyone who knows you knows Chick Fil A. Number one, no pickle, sweet tea to drink. You like your fries? Yes. I don't know what you get at Applebee's. Probably a hamburger. You wouldn't get a steak at Applebee's. Bourbon Street Chicken. Oh, I think you've talked about that before. I don't go there with you. Lawson goes there, I think. Ruby Tuesdays. Hamburger? Hamburger. Oh, sometimes you get the ribs there. It's the only place that you get ribs is Ruby Tuesdays. Ribs, yes. Uh, Cracker Barrel, you get the same as me. Grilled chicken dinnerloin dinner, except you get hash brown casserole and corn. Yes. Okay. I'm doing well so far. Um, Olive Garden, you get, well, there's two dishes. There's one that used to get the braised beef tortellini, I think. Yes. Um, but if they don't have that, then you'll get chicken alfredo with no broccoli. Yes. Carabas. This is so sad. We know too much about each other. Carabas. Ooh. Oh, I should know. Oh, pasta wheezy without the peas. Yes. I'm so good at this. Panera. Oh, uh, you have it in your phone and you have to look at it every time. I'm pretty sure it's called the Frontega chicken sandwich or something yes yes and you i taught you to like green teas there so you get a green tea three squirts <laughs> why, best, why the batman voice my best lego batman voice <laughs> always been there you go black. so guess what um i did not have to ask you because i have been married to you for a while and with you forever that's so. pretty impressive so here's the go. thing we up here don't necessarily have uber Eats. i mean i guess we do there, there's an uber Eats. yeah there's doordash yeah, yeah, i think stuff yeah, like that yeah so um but if i would be in an emergency yes and i was like and i'm and like you can't hey talk? i need yes I, if i was having trouble communicating right. i'm like you know i would i would do the sign for like 
Panera Bread, which I don't know what that would be, but I would learn it with sign language. Mm-hmm. You would know what to order for me. Right. Yeah. And I would hold up three fingers for three squirts of the cane sugar. Just to remind me, because I would in the get green that wrong. tea. Yeah. Get yes. a large cup. Large cup. Yes. Green tea. Limited ice. It's so good. It is so good. See? I had no idea. Yeah. You were like for years, years I would get it. And you like kind of turn up your nose and get a Sprite or whatever you'd get. And then I'm like, just try it. And you're like, ooh. Like, oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. That green yeah. tea. It's next level. I know. The Panera bread. We actually don't have a Panera bread. We don't. Around it's here. an hour away. And almost all of the places that, almost all the places that we we said, we don't even have around here. No, just Chick-fil-A and Cracker Barrel. Yeah, which is why it's so funny that we know each other because if I'm, if we're going to go, let's say to um, Carabas, mm-hmm. like we're not, we found what we like there and we're not going to, we're yeah. not going to buck the system. Yeah, I know what I you like You know what there. I mean? So- when we go, it's like, all right, dippy bread, right. oil, put the little seasoning in there. We know that the salads are amazing there, awesome. by the way, yeah, because they have the the um, carrot slices in there, which Delicious. I do not like carrots on any salad. But they except, do it like a ribbon cut. Yeah, they do yeah, kind of a it's ribbon so good. Cut. It's good. And then we that we get our pasta wheezy and we get our pasta, you know, um, chicken, Brian. chicken Brian, yeah, and we're good to go. As Rick would say, we're simple people. We're very simple. We just yeah. But we do We're like predictable. we like food a little too much. I We're think. predictable. We we know what we like, yeah. and I do have things that I do like consistently. And um, on a nice hot summer day, I would switch my uh, Cracker Barrel water to a lemon lemonade. But do you know they don't carry them in the frosted mugs anymore? Yeah, what's I know up that. with that? I like that budget cuts. Yeah, I, I guess. guess. Here, here's the other thing. Yeah. So I would just say this: none of the restaurants that I gave. Mm-hmm were local local eats right and so i would switch it up when you and i do go out to date nights yeah we don't go to cracker barrel on date i mean so, i mean we have done that before but we normally don't so the reason is if we do go out to a fancy restaurant or like a local place all, all bets are not, off yeah. we don't we always get something different yeah. so that's why julie is basing her order off of what i would order mm-hmm. and that's one of her biggest pet peeves um yeah. See yeah. episode eight, I believe. One of really? My, one of you my know favorites. That? Eight? Only because you've asked me before what's one of my favorites and I had to look it up to make sure. And eight. yeah, that's one of my favorites. Okay. Pet peeves. So because see it feels eight. so us that, yeah, that takes, I, when I hear that conversation, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like us all the time. So, all right. I hate to switch gears, but I have a serious one for you. Okay, so we, we just went from Batman to restaurants Batman to... Batman to board games to um, restaurants to a serious question. Okay. And this is kind of work-related, and I'm just going to ask it straight out. You can ask me any follow-ups you'd like to help you answer the question. So my question to you, and hopefully this is going to help some listeners out there, we... Mostly I, but we, we've both dealt with this before. How do you know it's the right time to change your career or start a new side project? How do you know it's the right time? Hmm. Well, side projects, that's an easy one hmm. because there's no wrong time to start, a, to start a side project. If you find it in your soul that you have to do this thing and it's outside of your normal thing, mm-hmm. go for it. Do it. As far as switching to that full time, you know, you have to bring the boat close to the dock before you jump on it. 
So you're doing a side hustle. You're selling things on eBay. You're making $11,000, $15,000 a year as your side hustle, right? Um, but your full-time job is paying you like 50, 60, 70. Well, you'd say, well, if I quit my job and I just go full-time in, you know, I could make more money. And I would venture to say, well, yes, that's true. But let's get the boat a little closer. Can we make like 30000 with selling on eBay? Can we make thirty-two or thirty-three, and then have some sort of emergencies fund set up? So if you quit your nine to five and like you're going to just sell everything online, you're going to sell plush toys. That's your thing. And you're going to sell them online. Um, if, there's a, if there's a way to do it, I say go all in. Do it. Go for what your dream says it should be instead of sort of holding yourself back. So I would just say that as far as going from side hustle to full-time job, that's my piece of advice. From switching careers, mm-hmm. I think that's a little more complicated. And you know, you'd say on the surface, well, you have to be happy at work. And I say, yes, you do. But there's a lot of factors in there as well. You know, you potentially have, you know, loyalty to the company, loyalty potentially to your clients or to your boss or to your employees, or, you know, maybe you've started projects that you've committed to verbally. Um, Also, maybe there's health insurance that you're getting or some sort of benefit that you're getting, you know, with retirement accounts, things like that. Or if people in your um, house depend on that income. You know, so that's sort of a, that's, these are tough things. Look, they're not non-negotiables. You know, if you're miserable at work, you got to go. But I'm just saying like, there's definitely a lot of things to think about and a lot of factors. And I think without knowing someone's specific circumstances, it's really hard for me to just to stay, yeah, quit your job and go. Cause you know, it's easy for me to say that you, Hey, I'll give you an example. Let's say you're at a job, you have health insurance through that job. However, you have developed you know, maybe there's some sort of condition that you have. Maybe you battled cancer. And, um, you know, as soon as you leave that job, that particular health insurance cancels. And you also know that you're going to have a really hard time picking up new health insurance somewhere else. Um, you know, because a lot of times if you've had previous, um, conditions, they won't, they won't pick you up. So that's definitely something that you want to weigh. Um, you know, that you, you might have to, is there a way to scale back? Is there a way not to be there, you know, as much, you know, so that would just be one example of, you know, it's not just cut and dry of, Hey, if you don't like where you work, leave. And I think, you know, because of the pandemic, um, that it was called the great resignation is what they're calling it. Basically saying that a lot of people are miserable in their jobs and they're leaving that, that companies are not treating them the way they should, that they're not valuing them. But I would just sort of push back on that saying, yes, that's good. However, what are you doing to bring mm-hmm. value? What are you do- doing to, to and I, look, I'm not a loyalist where it says you, you have to work for the same person for 50 years. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like, maybe are we a little self-centered here? Um, and do, do, are we missing, are we missing the mission? Are we missing the purpose? Because I think that I can put up with a lot of craziness if I know that I'm serving a bigger mission and purpose. You know, like for what I do, I do deal with the public a lot. And there are situations and circumstances and people that are a little bit unreasonable. And I just know that the most important person in the equation is their child, you know, from what I do teaching martial arts. So I know that sometimes I'm going to have to put up with a little bit of crazy to make mm-hmm. a lot of difference and a lot of good. Yeah. And if I just, every time things got hard, like, nah, I'm out, you know, or don't let that person come back. Or at a certain point, 
you're going to be, you know, basically killing the root of the tree you're trying to grow. So, you know, I don't know what the what the what the per- most perfect answer is, but I think that you have to be, you have to feel like you have value. You have to feel like that you have purpose and mission. You have to feel appreciated, and you have to get, you know, hopefully you're getting recognized and encouragement. And if you're not getting those things and you're not in a productive environment where your voice is heard and you're allowed to be creative and you're allowed to you know have input on projects and the direction of the ship you know especially if you're higher up yeah it's time to switch careers it's time to go but i think the most important thing is your happiness your contentment are you are you happy you're going to have to deal with difficult people no matter where you go and you're going to have to be uncomfortable because mm-hmm. that's how you grow so i think that you can't really base it on that kind of thing but i i think that are you content and satisfied? Do you feel accomplished? Do you feel valued? Are you recognized and encouraged? And if the answer is yes, then, you know, go go for it. You know, go just just either stay where you are or, you know what, I feel like I could get more of that over here. And if that's the case, you, know, you can't be, um, it's not unreasonable to to start at the bottom and work your way back up in, in something new. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, it what, does. What did I miss? He didn't miss anything. I I think you hit a lot. When I heard your checklist, you know, those four things you mentioned, I think it was four, um, in my brain, I'm like, man, that's a really tall order for one job, for one career path, for one whatever it might be. The one guiding light to me that resonated the most is when you said, when the mission matters. When the mission matters to you and you're most inspired by that, then you can put up with a couple crummy days. I get that. I hear that. And to me, I was like, that's a really good kind of like litmus test to whether or not you should consider sticking around if the mission matters or if you're going, geez, like that, what are we doing here? If yeah. you're saying, what are we doing here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good test. And I, I think I'm very, like we've talked about it before. I am a very much like go with your gut person. So I believe when you know, you know, Mm-hmm. I truly believe that, um, I, you know, I, I've worked in a environment where I was at the same place for, you know, just shy of 16 years and, you know, I've switched career paths and, and all of that and, and, you know, dip my toes in different things that are uncomfortable and way different. And, um, I think another thing other than the mission and being mindful and like you talked about being content, that's another thing that's, uh, kind of tough, obviously to, to have every single day. But I think the people you surround yourself with to me is one of the most important things. And if you're in an environment where you really enjoy, I'm going to say 90% of those you work around count yourself very blessed. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I would say that's, that's a huge, huge, huge one is, you know, is your work environment positive? Are people like minded, or is it an energy sucker environment? I think that that's really, really key as far as being mindful of should you stay where you're at or should you consider another path? I think that's really important. And just to circle back around, I mentioned about side projects. Um, I love what you said about, you know, it's never too late or, you know, it's never the wrong time when your passion's involved. And I just want to point it out there too. It doesn't have to be a money-making machine side thing, but if it's fueling you in a way that nothing else is, then it's definitely the right time. I mean, I truly think that's how we landed here doing the victory couch. We aren't doing this for any, you know, financial gain at all, 
But what we do this for is obviously to try to encourage those who are on the other end to inspire people who will never get a chance to meet. And it's really been awesome for you and I like to be here. So I think for those of you who are, you know, I have a friend who um, I think it's been stirring in her since she was a kid to be a writer. And this year, you know, is um, celebrating launching her, her first children's book. And that's one where I think every, like, you know, it was a perfect storm of some things happening in her life that made her jump to that. But um, another good thing to mention about like following your passion is saying it out loud so somebody in your close circle can encourage you in that way. Because if you just keep it in, if if I never said to you, hey, you know, wouldn't it be something if we started a podcast? Or if I never said to you like, hey, I want to try fill in the blank, like tap class or whatever, you know, whatever it might be. Someone really close to you needs to know that something's stirring in you. You know, I think that's a huge part of it. If you keep it inside and you're not like, hey, I'm thinking of changing my career path or, hey, I'd like to start a new, you know, side project or whatever it is. If you don't say it out loud and you keep it bottled, I mean, I think it just one person next to you needs to know where you're at so you can talk it out. You can have like the logical side of it and not have it be all emotional either. I think that's really helpful. Well, I think that's the other thing that we've talked about on previous episodes Mm -hmm. of be careful who you let in because that person that if you're, you're vulnerable and you open up and you're like, yeah, I'm thinking about, Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe switching jobs and switching roles, switching careers, switching things. And that person immediately rolls their eyes like, well, you can't, you know, yeah. you know, you're not built for that. Right. Or, you know, that, you know, I know that you say you want to be, you know, an engineer, but, you know, you don't have the schooling. You don't have the I mean, you don't have the create you're older. Nobody's going to hire you like they're giving you all the reasons why you can't instead yeah. of saying yes. And right. Yes. And yes. yes. And right. Yes. yes. And you could do this. Yes. And you could go back to school. Yes. And you could make your mark. And Yes. And, you know, mm-hmm. so it's it's. You know, if you're not connected to the right people, they're going to pour in, then your dreams are going to die with you. Because Mm -hmm. as soon as you say them out loud and people scoff and they laugh and they roll their eyes, you know, without some, you know, encouragement or some deep rooted bravery. Yeah. It's going to die right there. So you you have to really surround yourself with the right people and you have to open up to the right person that's going to be honest with you, not somebody that's going to say yes, and you're going to be great and you're going to be a superstar. No, like you, you've got to have, you know, a rational Mm -hmm. person there too, but I think you you need somebody that's going to cheer your goals as loud as you do. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know it wasn't a fun question, but I thought I, I, I enjoyed chatting that out. Sometimes it's good to pick some serious stuff. You know, here's the thing. We can't be all (laughs) loosey-goosey here on the couch. We got to go ahead and we got to hit some some fun stuff. That's right. You know, but also some serious stuff. So, um, all right, let's let's get serious. Let's get serious. Um, Let's talk about the couch crumbs. All right, go ahead. All right, I want to be straight with you. The, The decimation of the normal way, and I say that in air quotes, of doing things because of COVID is just, it's bothered me. Tell me what you mean. Because for the last two years plus, we cannot get in 
equipment and uniforms mm. and things on a regular basis and it is driving me absolutely insane yeah it's insane how many new students we have and they can't get uniforms because they do not have them to ship out and it is it is a weekly battle okay and i have been so creative with how to solve <laughs> this issue mm -hmm. um, but we're getting to the point where listen we don't have like we have a little kids class. I call them the booger eaters. It's the little dragons. We don't have little dragon uniforms. And we have begged, borrowed, and stolen online of every favor and everything that we can to get these uniforms. We've we've successfully done it now for two years, but we are to the point where You're tapped out. I don't know where else to go. Yeah. And in fact, at one point, we were paying twice as much for the uniform plus shipping to get them here so we would be able to have a uniform to sell to a new student. And you'd lose money on it. We're losing money on every every uniform. Mm -hmm. And, you know, talk about frustrating. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just what you it is. That's what we got to do yeah. because that's what you do to a four-year-old who goes through the checklist and their room is clean and their bed is made and they're being respectful and they're being polite and they're not fighting with family members on a regular basis. They're doing their chores. They're being, you know, a good a good kid at home, a responsible member of their family and it's time to get their uniform and oh yeah you know johnny he did great this week he's been doing good for the last three weeks we're ready to get his uniform yep sorry we don't have one mm -hmm. and you know that yeah. soul crushing feeling when you let a kid down yeah. imagine doing that every tuesday through saturday be, and and sometimes twice on on fridays because we have multiple classes um and it, it's it's mm. it's wearing on me yeah yeah couch crumb yeah not cool Get the uniforms in, people. I don't know what to tell you. All right, what's your couch crumb? I wish I had a magic wand for you. My couch crumb, you talked about it at the top of the show, is the fact that Halloween has come to a close. We are approaching Thanksgiving, and we are however many days away from Christmas, for those of us who celebrate Christmas, and it stresses me out. I have a couple people in my life who have their Christmas tree up already, who have presents wrapped, who I don't know if I've bought. I mean, I stash a couple things away throughout the year, but this is probably the year that I am the most behind on purchasing things. I am a size extra large Stop. in the shirt if you are, if you are curious. So inclined, yeah. Yes. Um, but no, it's, it's just, yeah, as specifically as a mom, moms, you know, dads, you know, we make the magic happen for a lot of things this time of year, whether it would be, you know, the food or the casseroles or the whatever it is, decor, the Christmas lights outside, Christmas uh, cookies, all of the above. Um, I enjoy various aspects of the holiday season, but right now, as we sit here a week before Thanksgiving, I am very much like, it's crummy to me because I feel overwhelmed. So, yeah. We'll I understand there. it, but it'll all get done because we'll it always does. We I will get, get it. There. Yes. And you are the magic maker. You're yeah. a super, super woman. We make it happen. Yeah. And that's why I had to say cartoon superhero because earlier, because I, I would choose you as the Christmas superhero Thank that you. does the decor and decorates the tree and all the goodies. We'll make it happen. Yes. Let's face it, most moms do make it happen. I think back to your childhood. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just the truth. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I wasn't there for your childhood, I'm assuming, but I know your mom, and I would assume that she made the magic happen. She does. Yes. All right. All right. Prop your feet up moment. I'm going to give you mine. Okay. I recently went to visit my auntie, Lisa, Mm -hmm. and it was great. Okay. She had all our favorite goodies. We spent the night at her house. She took care of us, and she was serving us um, homemade cupcakes, and they came out on this napkin. It was a blue napkin, and it had like, you know, bells on it. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, is this Christmas, like, already? Because it's blue, right? And I looked down, and it says her name and her husband's name, which would be my uncle by marriage, and it had their wedding date on it, October 21st, 1989, (laughs) on the napkin. And I was like, what is... What is this? And she said, oh, these were left over from our wedding, and I figured this was a good time to use them. (laughs) Now, in case you're a little hazy with math, that was 33 years ago, (laughs) and she decided to break them out when I came over to visit. So I would I refuse to use it. I said I can't I can't use this. This is like this is like legendary in your house. I can't use this napkin. She's like, "Oh no, we got like thousands of them." I'm like, "Oh my and, gosh." And and they're still around after 33 years. That's so funny. So she decided at that moment to use it. And I thought, "Well, this is resourceful, I guess." Yeah. You have A, you haven't used them and B, you're choosing this moment to use them. Yeah. And I thought, "Well, is this is this a way to like you know, be like prank, like like a prank or something <laughs> like that, you know, but they were legit. And you know what? They're in pretty darn good shape. I'll be honest with you. After 33 years, they weren't, she must have taken really good care of these napkins. Wow. I still have it. It's right in there by my so keys. Funny. I can't throw it away. <laughs> I'm serious. I can't even, I can't throw it so away. So your prop your feet up is that you have a 33-year-old napkin from visiting your aunt yeah. and a really good great. cupcake. I thought yeah. it was great. Yeah. Who has, who has napkins from their <laughs> wedding? And I know who, we don't. And who hands them out when visitors come yeah, to their house? Yeah, that's really funny. Like she just happened to have a big old stack of those. That's a prop your feet up moment. So Listen, funny. if you have wedding napkins <laughs> left over, I okay, want one. What's I want time, one. What's the time frame on this? Like within 10 I, years or 10 more? 10 years or more. I mean, come <laughs> so on. funny. I mean. You're going to start a collection. You better be careful what you wish for. Well, that's true. Yeah. And yeah. guess what? I'm not storing it for you. <laughs> <laughs> we store somebody else's wedding napkins. That is going in someone's attic that's not ours. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, parents. I thought it was cool. That's so That's funny. my prop your feet up. What was your prop your feet up moment um, of the week? Well, mine's actually something that's going to happen tomorrow morning. Guess what? Yes, what? Because I have to go in and be a guest speaker for something special tomorrow night. Yes. I'm going in two hours late tomorrow. Yes. I haven't told you that till right now. Fantastic. Going to work two hours late tomorrow. I get to probably do our daughter's hair before she goes to school, have a slow morning. Yeah. That's a good prop, don't you think? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Julie's um, a better wife when she gets more sleep. I'm just telling uh, everybody. Yes, people. And... um just kind of walking you guys into what's coming next. Is it okay if I share what's going on here think, on the Victory Couch? I think episode twenty four would be a wonderful time to tell people what is what is what we have planned All right. for the next couple of weeks. Tell everybody, so Jules. friends, you've been with us. If you've been with us, and I know because multiple people have shared with us either in person or online, you've been with us since episode one, the pilot episode, as I like to say, and that was if you're paying attention, June the ninth. 
Okay. So almost like a, it's you, been a half a year, six cra- months. This is crazy. This yeah. is craziness. So Rick and I have decided we're, we're talking through. We're like, okay, what are we going to do as far as season ending and starting a new one? So listeners, here's what you can prepare yourself for. If you are a victory couch potato, if you are in the fold with us, if you are squished in on the third cushion club here, here's what we want you to know. Okay. First off, know that next Thursday's episode, which is going to launch on Thanksgiving, will be episode number 25, and it's going to count as the end of season one. So we thought we'd round it out on a nice 25 to wrap up season one of the Victory Couch, and you can enjoy whatever Thanksgiving tradition you have for food, and maybe take a walk and listen to us round out our first season. We are not completely shutting down for the calendar year. We're actually going to drop some bonus episodes between the Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday. So we have a couple um, couple special hidden treats that are coming your way. We do not want to share any more, any more than that. Um, we will tell you guys, though, that we will leak a couple, leak a couple um, things for you to know on our Instagram stories in the coming month. Um, and Rick, if it's okay, can I tell everybody about something really exciting, especially if you are shopping for your loved ones this coming season? Sure. All right. Drum roll, please. (laughs) Victory Couch listeners, we have decided that you need Victory Couch merchandise in your life. Okay. Yes. So we will be putting on our Instagram stories in the coming days, what we have. And, um, I'm just going to tell you. It is a very cool, awesome, when you're sitting down on your own Victory Couch space, a nice little Victory Couch mug coming your way. So if you are interested in that, we're going to go ahead and share those online here soon. So take a look. And, you know, you guys are going to be thinking about us coming up in these bonus episodes and talking to friends and family and hopefully hopefully spreading the love of the Victory Couch over the season. So, all right. So just to recap, next Thursday's episode that falls on Thanksgiving will be the end of Victory Couch Season 1 with Episode 25. We'll be dropping some bonus content between Thanksgiving and Christmas and uh, dropping some awesome Victory Couch merchandise your way. Just check out our Instagram page in the coming days. We might pop it over on Facebook. And if you are a scheduled planner person, if you subscribe to the left side of the couch and you need to mark your calendar and get extra organized, that's me. That means that season two of the Victory Couch is going to kick off on Thursday, January 5th, 2023. So that's what you have to look forward to, guys. That's what we have. Can you believe it? It's I can't crazy. believe we're I can't believe we've we've gone for this long. It's pretty neat. And the fact that, you know, there are people who have been asking for merchandise and we are doing just a slow roll. So we're going to start you out with some mugs and we are going to get such a kick out of those of you who, um, you know, cheers on your own victory couch. That's going to bring us a lot of joy to see you in your victory couch, having victorious moments, sharing with those you love at least a couple around. We're going to need to see pictures. of. Oh, it's going to be so fun. So, yeah, you're going to be tagging us and. It's going to bring us a smile during uh, the holiday season. So, yes, there are stressful things ahead, but there are happy days ahead. That's right. Don't forget that, Juliana. I know. See, I just reminded myself. Look, once the tree goes up, it's all good. It's all good. We'll get there. We will get there. So, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we know that your time is very valuable. And I think the ultimate compliment you can give someone is your time. So, thank you so much for spending the last hour with us. 
hopefully we've made you smile and laugh and giggle and, and maybe, maybe even think about some things. I think that's what we do best here on the couch. Uh, if you haven't rated us yet or reviewed us online, please take some time to do that. Those are extremely helpful. And as we come to the end of season one, we just want to say we are thankful for you because we know Thanksgiving's coming up. So continue to spread that love. Be a fire starter, not an energy sucker. And we will see you next time right here on the Victory Couch. We are Rick and Julie Rando, and you've been listening to the Victory Couch podcast. You can follow the Victory Couch on Instagram, Facebook, and thevictorycouch.com. Count your lessons, your blessings, and your victories. We'll save a seat for you right here next time on the Victory Couch.